intro starts. All right. Welcome to the fourth episode of Dial It Up with Fawaz. I'm really, really excited about this one. Uh, we have Danny Iskander and we have Eric Hines. We actually have you in person. I'll we'll talk about you being pissed off how I spell your name in a second because <laughs> it's important. We also have Eric Hines. You're both our co-founders of West Capital Lending. Uh, you guys have been part of the Rocket Pro TPO family. You're a partner of Rock Pro TPO for the last, it's almost a year and a half now. I believe you guys started back in April 2021. Uh, that, was, that was your first loan that you guys originated. And I'm really excited to have you both. But before I go to you, Eric, I know that you're actually coming coming through via, where are you again, Eric, by the way? You're on I'm in Salt Lake City. Salt We're Lake on our, uh, our drive to, to Yellowstone right now with the family. So I stopped up in Salt Lake City at a hotel to do this podcast with you guys. Well, awesome. We're so glad that you can join us to you. You're pissed because I spell your name. So this is what happened before we get started. <laughs> Never I, spells it right. So ever. Hey, I'm a voter. You know that, right? Like, here's how it works. Vote America. So Danny to me is D-A-N-I. I get it. We fixed it. Do you like it? Are you happy? There we go. Danny. Perfect. Right. Perfect. D-A-N-N-Y. D-A-N-N-Y. How's the weather in Detroit? Are you happy? Well, you brought the weather with you. It was, it's been amazing. It's yeah. been beautiful, blue sky. You know, it's been great. So a lot different than winter. That's for sure. Yeah. Awesome. I'm glad that's not winter, by the way. Eric, how's the weather down there where you're at? It's like a hundred degrees out here. It's hot okay. and humid. Well, we got 80 degrees. We had an incredible morning. We're having an incredible afternoon. We're going to have dinner tonight. So enjoy your hot weather we're having a good time here so look I'm guys jealous. i'm really 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 excited to have you guys on this show and here's why real talk i mean when i think about and we were talking about it earlier today i at the pace that you guys have been going at and and the way you guys have been building west capital is just incredible you started thinking about creating your own brokerage, becoming a broker in March of 2021, originated your first loan in April, 2021. And I mean, we're talking where we're, we're, what is it, a year and a half and, and north of 3 billion of fundings became Rocket Pro TPO number one partner within eight months continue to grow. I mean, you guys are just doing some incredible things. So before, I know I have a lot of questions for you, but before you do so, talk to me about your, and I'll leave it up to you guys, pick who wants to answer this. Talk to me about your journey so far. Are we having fun? I guess I'll take that. <laughs> uh, you know, it's, it's, it really is an incredible story. I, I just remember Eric and I, we were, uh, Eric had a small office in Tustin. I said, I'm going to stop originating. I'm going to stop doing everything. And uh, we, we literally locked ourselves in his office for the better part of a month. And uh, we went from setting up the company, setting up the bank accounts, setting up the lender relationships, putting together, evaluating different LOS systems, evaluating all the different technologies, what we were going to do, how we we're going to market, how we we're going to bring on LOs. It's just, it's, the, the amount of like thought and energy that went into the first 30 days was was incredible. But I think both of us had, you know, a vision and and a plan and a strategy. And I think we just stuck to it. And we we executed. So it's been a wild ride. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give you my quick, quick take on that as well. Um, I just remember it was it was a pretty wild time for me too. 
I had just purchased a house for uh, for our family. We were just moved into our house. I hadn't made my first mortgage payment yet. And I decided to quit my job with my prior broker and throw my pipeline in the trash, basically. No, I'm not going to get paid on any loans that I had in process probably for a while, if you know, if ever. I ended up getting paid on some of those loans eventually, and that was take, all taken care of. Um, but just a stressful time, and it, it was like, I didn't know if I was making the right decision or the worst decision of my life, right? It could have gone very poorly, but I think all in all, it's worked out for the best. And I can't believe, um, you know, how far it's gone and what we've been able to accomplish in the last year and in four months. So I'm glad that we made the move. Absolutely. Yeah. And like I mentioned, man, it's been incredible to watch you guys grow. It's exciting. I get goosebumps when I think about just the growth trajectory and what you guys have been able to accomplish in the last call it year and a half. Look, I have a ton of questions for you guys, but again, I want this to be more of a conversation versus like us doing a Q&A, you know? You guys bring a ton of value. You guys have a ton of experience. You guys have been doing this for a very, very long time. So stop me at any time, okay? Say, hey, I don't want to answer this question. Okay. Let, let us chime in. Let us give you what we want to talk about. But we'll start with you, Eric. I have a question for you. What sure. is your biggest failure and what did you learn from that experience? I think, you know, the biggest failures that I've had um, are just choosing to partner with some of the wrong people, you know, whether that's with, per, you know, on an individual level with a loan officer that maybe we shouldn't have or a partner, right? Something really big, like what lender we want to partner with. Um, you know, I think about some of the experiences we've had and I've learned to really be careful on who we choose to do business with and who we choose to partner with because my reputation and my company's reputation is on the line. And in many cases, by choosing the wrong partner, that has an impact on how we're perceived. Um, you know, thinking about some of the lenders we've worked with in the past, um, many have disappeared at difficult times when the market has had some changes um, and abandoned rate locks, uh, abandoned an entire pipeline that they've had with us and left us hanging with, you know, figuring out what the solution would be and if we can place these borrowers with another lender and get these loans fulfilled or if we're going to have to have this tough conversation with the borrower that that's just not available anymore. Um, you know, in many cases, that's burned rep the reputation with a client or, you know, caused us to get a bad review. And it's just something that's not worth it, right? Overall, if we take it into consideration that some partners really have our back and they're they're there for us through thick and thin. And if they obligate themselves to do something, they'll, they'll hold themselves accountable, whether that's underwriting, their rate locks, the products that they're offering, um, you know, if you guys, you know, like Rocket is the, is a great example of that, right? You guys have been our number one partner. Close to 85% of our business as a company we've sent to Rocket. And, you know, there's a reason for that is that you guys have stand behind what you guys are offering. And, um, you know, it's always been a positive experience for our borrowers. It's been a positive experience for our company, our, our, our employees and our loan officers. Um, and I think that's that partnership is so it's, you know, really launched us and, and propelled our growth. So my biggest mistake, I think, was being too lackadaisical with choosing all these different partners and be, wanting to work with everyone. Initially, breaking into the industry, my perception of what a mortgage broker does is they find I, I thought they found a, a home for every loan. Right. That mentality of we're going to find a home for every loan, whether they have terrible credit or low down payment or, or challenge situations. Um, and I just I've changed my mindset a little bit. I think we want to be able to, of course, help everyone. But 
not in, not to the extent that it's going to jeopardize our reputation, right? I want to only work with those that have the same values um, and have the you know hold the same priorities that West Capital has. I love it, and and I'll tell you, you just when you were bringing up like making sure that you stand behind rate locks and funding loans, it gives me memories. Like I go back to where COVID time. During COVID, we saw a ton of brokers, I mean, ton of lenders that stood on the sideline and, and they couldn't meet margin calls and they just, and 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 they, they removed products off, the, off their, like when I think about it, they're like a store and they removed all their products off their shelf and they weren't doing business. And, and, and this is by no means, like I've never tried on this show to try to put a plug for Rocket, but in within 34 days, we've brought at least 1,500 brokers at that time that wanted to do business with us because they wanted a home. They wanted someone to provide them that. And I'll tell you, this is one of our, my proudest moments for sure, being part of Rocket Pro TPO. Appreciate it. Um, I do want to continue talking about that. I want to I want to ask questions based on your experience because I think it's so important for our viewers, our listeners. To just learn from you guys so i want to go to you danny like you know you've had a career you've how first of all how long you've been in the mortgage industry uh my first job in mortgage was in 2003 at option one mortgage and i i was a temp working in the servicing department i was uh on my junior year in college and uh it was an interesting time but yeah 2003 is when i got started incredible and um i'm sure you've learned a lot right and I'm sure you've, you've, you've had some wins and I'm sure you've had some things that you, you, if you look back, you're like, I don't want to do this again. Right? Like what is the most important lesson you've learned over your career in the mortgage industry? I think, you know, just thinking about, I think having the right mentality, the right mindset that you're committed to this as a, as a career and not something that is just more geared towards sales. You know, I think a lot of people that get into this business, they get into it because they hear about the money. And when the money dries up times, uh, when things get tough, you know, they quickly get out of the business. And I think that's, I get one of the things that I've been committed to is, is I've stayed in this business the entire time, you know, uh, in 2008, when we went through the great recession, um, I think I had probably, 80% of my friends that were in the mortgage business got out of it. You know, they got into debt, they got into uh, investments, insurance, uh, they did, a, you know, anything and everything to be able to scrape by and make a living. And I just remember thinking to myself, I'm going to stick through this. I'm going to, I'm going to be committed to this industry. It's a career uh, more than a job. And I think that, you know, it's, you, you ride out the highs and the lows. And um, so that's, I would say just the commitment to staying in it, um building building a career out of this so yeah i love i love the word career right because look mortgage industry you know how it is if the market is good like last couple of years you you were getting loans anywhere right yeah and a lot of folks got into business because it was easy and and but the real talk like if you want to build a career if you want to build a something that's last the last for more than two three four five years you're gonna go through a tough time and that's why it is a career because like this is the time where you build on skill you build on on just making sure you have a strong foundation to get through this because guess what today's interest rates are in a couple of years a year from now they're your refinances the market's going to change again it can't just continue to be where it's at exactly i love that 
Uh, I have a very tough question for you, Eric. A very tough one. Go ahead. How would your parents describe what you do? <laughs> well, they know firsthand because, you know, I've been able to do, I've been fortunate enough to be able to write two loans for my, my dad and I guess my parents really, they're both on title. Um, and, you know, it's something that I was never able to do before. I never had that opportunity or maybe I had the opportunity, but I was too embarrassed to, to offer this to my parents or my aunts and uncles, right, or friends and family because working in retail, working in the call center environment, we never had good pricing, uh, pricing even for friends and family. Um, the products and you know things that we were able to offer were fine, but the pricing was so poor um, that it was like, uh, it wouldn't be anything close to what they're seeing advertised and they might think that we're gouging them. So I'm personally, it was just embarrassed to even do anything. I never refinanced any friends or family until I became a broker and I was able to really choose um, you know the pricing myself. And with West Capital, I've been fortunate enough to do two loans with my parents. so. We're able to um, walk them through the whole process so they know firsthand like what the experience is. So they could tell you, you know, that it's been a great experience for the for their on their end as far as the ease of getting through the process, completing the you know the signings of everything, providing documentation, and as far as you know, bigger picture, you know, they're they know how much I'm invested in this company and you know how how proud I am of what we've achieved. You know, a lot of my life is, is really revolved around this company over the last year and a half. And, um, you know, they've been there supporting me every step of the way. So they would tell you that uh, I'm, I'm very passionate about what I do and passionate about the model, passionate about bringing people from the call center environment where they're overworked and underpaid, in my opinion, um, and showing them an opportunity to have a work-life balance and be able to make the money and make the living that they want to without working overtime and, and missing out on vacations with their family and things like that, that are important to me. Um, and so that's the biggest driver for me is just having this model, you know, available for others in, in the industry that I think is, it's important for them. Um, I love that. I love that. Um, I have a question for you. I got an answer for you. It's a good one. I think, I think a lot of people will be interested in this one. What is the biggest challenge you're facing? today as a broker right now as a broker owner and how are you tackling it i think our biggest challenge right now is making sure that you know that loan officers remember that there's good times and bad times in this business you know and uh getting them committed to i guess the same thing like back to the career thing. that's right back yeah. to the career that you know this isn't something that you know, you got to, you know, jump in, in, out, in and out of, right. You got to stay committed to what your goal is and you got to stay involved. And I think COVID, you know, made this job very, very easy, right? Loans are, like you said, loans are falling from the sky, right? You could almost you could write two, three deals every single day, you know, with almost very little or no marketing and yeah. um, anyone you talk to, you could benefit and help. And right now it's, it's, it's very difficult. And I think what, what's happening is, is, a lot of people are losing faith in the model, and I, and I hate saying that, but that's just the honest reality is that um, they're looking at second jobs. They're looking at, they're not committed to the same type of marketing spend. They're not committed to working a full day, you know, um, putting the, the time, effort, and energy into building relationships and, uh, you know, creating, creating their book of business so that the next cycle, when the next cycle comes, 
that they're going to have a whole other um, group of clients to be able to refinance. So I think that that's probably our biggest challenge today as a business is making sure people are involved, making sure that they're consistent, that they're committed to mortgage as a career and um, focus on facing the challenges and dealing with the adversity and figuring out, out ways how to be able to come out on top. So, yeah, look, this is good advice. And I'll tell you, man, look, um, it is a tough market and we know that, right? But, but it's, it's, it's what you make of it and, and, and how do you approach it? And, and there's opportunities everywhere, even in this market, there's still opportunities. And I ask LOs all the time when I hear about like, Hey, it's, it's challenging and I'm not making it and I want to figure this out. And always, I'm always asking like, how many realtor offices did you, did you visit today? How many doors did you knock on? Like how many people did, how many, how, how many calls did you make? And how many, and, and what have you done in your week? And if you really honestly looked in the mirror to, to evaluate your day, what are you going to say to yourself? Because look, there's still opportunity. There's still cash out. There's still realtors out there. There's still purchase market. Regardless of where rates are at, someone is still going to always need to buy a home, yeah. purchase a home, refinance because they need cash out. And in this market, we know there's still equity. It's just how much, how bad do you want it? And what are you willing to get it, to go and get it? What are you willing to do? Yeah, I love that. Uh, another question for you, Danny. Tell me about, because this is like, I, he talked about his parents, they're close to, they know what he does. And and I was like, you need, you need that support at home, right? You need that support at home. Uh, walk me through like your morning routine. Like, like, what do you do in the morning? Talk to me about your family a little bit. I know, I know I always hear like, well, you're in Hawaii a lot of times, you have a <laughs> home down there, you're up in the lake. Like, walk me, like, talk to, talk about yourself. Um. Sure. Well, uh, you know, first off, I guess me being in mortgage, I came from a family of physicians. So both of my parents are physicians. My dad is a mega overachiever. You know, he's a, he's an attorney and he's a physician and, uh, you know, ex extremely successful investor. Um, he's, you know, he's just done so many different things. So that's kind of the, I would say the tone of where, you know, I've gotten a lot of my drive and my inspiration is just seeing, you know, families that that are very successful. And uh, my wife's a physician. And um, so, yeah, family life is great. You know, I have three young kids. I have a three year old. I have a six year old and a seven year old. Uh, my mornings are typically yeah, I, through that. I wake up uh, usually at about six, six fifteen. And I, I start reading a couple articles. I like to trade um, trade stocks and and uh, I usually trade between 6.30 and 7 o'clock. And uh, usually by 7 o'clock, I got the kids jumping on me in bed and uh, dragging, dragging me out of bed. And uh, I like spending time with, you know, like Eric had mentioned this. I, I like, you know, I, I actually don't even get to work usually till 9 o'clock, sometimes 9.15. So um, I'm usually spending time with family, making them breakfast, having fun with them, playing around. And, um, yeah, I think family is just, it's, that's that's my why. That's the most important thing for me overall. So being able to work hard, um, but yeah, we like to enjoy our time together. And you know, I'd say all most of my vacations or my time away from work, it's not really hanging out with friends unless they're friends with kids. So yeah, we like to go up yeah. to we go as a family or with other families up to Lake Arrowhead, and I love watching my kids learn how to water ski and wakeboard. We go up to Mammoth and watch them ski and snowboard and 
learning how to be able to do that. Um, I'm just a big outdoors guy. I like to be able to kind of just take them and experience different things outside. You know, uh, when you're in mortgage, right, you have long hours, you're in the office, you're in front of a screen. And so I think it's important to be able to just take some time to be able to, to do things with your family outside. So that's, that's family life. Eric, I know you guys have a newborn, so I can only imagine what your morning routine looks like. Well, walk us through, like, like tell, tell us about your why. Like, I love how Danny went through his why, the family and stuff. Like, talk to me about your why. Yeah, so why, my why is definitely the reason I'm, I'm doing my job and going to work every day is, is obviously family first, right? That's the most important driver of my career. But while, while I'm at the office, my why is in why I'm doing what I'm doing in my career is uh, because I'm, I'm passionate about um, this model and the, the mortgages industry improving and, in my opinion, evolving um, to something that was not available when I was starting out in this industry um, th these type of models weren't out there. And so, you know, I think we've all kind of been through it. The, the employees and the loan officers that work with West Capital, we've, we've experienced the call center. Um, a lot of good things came from it. We were able to learn from high volume and high number of calls and high units. And there's really no replacement for that to be able to do what we do now. Now, on the other hand, there's a lot of things that I don't appreciate about the call center, having to work a lot of hours, um, you know, being, uh, reprimanded for taking a vacation in, in, in some cases. A lot of people went through something similar to that. Um, and high pressure and, uh, you know, some of the pricing that we had to offer was not the best. So there's, there's, and there's no choice when you're, when you're locked down with one lender at, at a direct lender, you only have that specific set of products and the pricing that they want to offer. So there was something to be desired. There's a lot to be desired in my opinion. And so, you know, my why of why we're going down this road is that we want to be um, we want to make this opportunity available for others, right? Others in the industry that have earned their stripes, that have paid their dues. They've learned the, the, the difficult parts of the industry through the call center in most cases, and they've got the experience and they've got the savings to be able to do this on their own and do it independently. So, um, you know, the biggest thing for me is that I want to be able to um, offers a platform that allows us all to operate independently and thrive in business uh, as independent originators with options for our borrowers and the best pricing and the best service and, and delivery of our, our, our you know, loans that we're offering. Um, that's the most important thing to me that, that keeps me going. You mentioned you, you love this model and, and I love this model. I mean, I, I grew up on the retail side, but uh, I've been part of the wholesale side of the broker channel for the last five, six years. And I'll tell you, I love this model. I love the relationship building. I love that it's not transactional. It's not like, hey, you, you talk to someone, you do a loan and then that's about it. And maybe you follow up with six months or a year. This is, you have conversations every single day. You get to talk to the same people multiple times. And I love this model, but look, there's a lot of like myth about this model. Like, like what, in your opinion, like what is one common myth about being a mortgage broker that's out there, Eric? Um, well, within the industry, I mean, I guess there's different perceptions of myths or myths about what a mortgage broker does. So within the industry, right, if we're talking about what others in the industry think, I think that perception was always that brokers are mom and pop shops, you know, that focus on referral business and do one or two loans a month. And so, you know, I think that's 
that has been true up until probably three or four years ago. And it started to, it's, that started to change when some of these models similar to Westcap hit the market. Um, you know, we, we redesigned that whole process. In my opinion, we tried to marry the call center mentality of doing high units with the flexibility and choice of different products and, you know, the pricing that was stronger um, on the broker side and the ability to make a better living with less time. Um, and so, you know, I think that's really changed recently in the last couple of years. You know, if you're working with Westcap, you, you had a completely different opportunity. You didn't, it, we, we don't really promote the mom and pop style of just doing referral business and doing one or two loans a month. We want to figure out how to mimic the same production that we've had in the call center with doing, you know, in many cases, 15, 20, there's some loan officers uh, that work for us that have done over 50 or 60 loans in a month, right? Consistently throughout the entire year. Um, and so in my opinion, there wasn't, there's no reason that we can't do the same thing as a broker, right? There's, there's a lot of additional hats that we have to wear being a, a broker, right? We have to do, we have to figure out marketing. We have to figure out how to do licensing. There's a lot more that you take on as a broker, um, a lot more roles that you'll take on, but if we can solve for a lot of that stuff and support our loan officers and help them figure out the, the most efficient way to get through those different challenges, um, we can, I think we can mimic the same kind of production or very close to it that we were doing in the call center. So I think that's been, that's been the biggest myth that I think it's, it was true and now it's changed and no longer the case. I love that. Uh, Danny or the why. I want to make sure I keep reminding myself every time I see Danny, I think of I. Uh, tell me about, tell me about like, like I'm sure like, look, that we all have people that we, we, we that were influential in our life. Like, like, can you give me like someone that you, that's, that, that played a crucial part of your life, someone that was influential in, in your life and why, like, like what, what, what kind of impact have they had on you? Well, I think probably the most influential person is by, is my dad. You yeah. know, and I, I mentioned him earlier, I think um, someone that is, uh, you know, committed to, you know, just being successful and committed to the same thing and putting in the hard work, right? I think that there's probably no, I, I've never met someone that as, as hardworking as he is, that's committed to what he's doing, that's committed to learning and getting better, um, that's, you know, still committed to his family. And, cares deeply about family, but yet is uh, relentless in business. And, and I think that that's uh, from a personal relationship side, I think that's one person. And then uh, from a business standpoint, I think that there's been multiple in mortgage, different VPs and leaders, SVPs and EVPs, I won't mention names, that I just remember, you know, as a loan officer in say 2008, and then seeing the market deteriorate and um, how did they, how did they rally people? How did they impact? How did they um, still have an influence on my life to be able to get me to keep going? And I think that, um, like I said, I won't mention names, but I think that there's been a, a couple great leaders, some of them at Rocket, some of them at different companies uh, that I just remember that have been definitely influential and left a lasting impression where I can remember meetings and conversations with them 10, 15 years ago down to exactly what they said and how they 
motivated me and it inspired me in during difficult times to be able to stay committed to what I was doing. And so, yeah. You know, you mentioned uh, your dad and you mentioned like, hey, how hard he works and so the hard work. And I'll tell you, a lot of people, and, and I'm probably speaking to my kids, by the way, like, like there's a lot of folks that want to accomplish so much in life, but they're not willing to put the work in. So I always tell my kids, like, hey, if you want to do one, two, three, put it on a board and go after it. And the harder you work, the easier it becomes and the easier it will be. You'll get to it faster and you'll be able to accomplish things. And, and it, it, hard work plays a big part of it. Yeah, that's just the way it is. Uh, what is like one piece of advice you guys would give to like a newer LO in the market? Like someone that's been in the market uh, as a as a loaner or even a new broker owner in the last 12 months. I know you guys have been in business for a year and a half as a broker owner, but you guys have been in the business for a while. Like what's one advice you would give people today? I think, I think just in this business in general, being likable being just the ability to be able to make new relationships friendships um caring about um just i would say a general trait you know caring about what's important to to that client or to that person i think you know if you're new into this business you might not know every mortgage product you might not be a financial guru you might not understand guidelines right but what you don't know from an experience or a product knowledge you can make up for in how much you care, right? How much you show uh, attention to that client and letting them know that you care and that, you know, you're, you're going to do your best and that you're going to try to put them in a, in, a, in a better position. And I think, you know, I think just in, gen in general sales, right, that trait is, is very, very important. So I would say if you're new into the business and you're a brand new loan officer or broker owner or going on your own in mortgage, make a lot of friends, build relationships, care about people, care about what's important to them versus, you know, what's the ism here at Rocket, right? Money and numbers. Money and numbers follow. They do not leave. They don't leave. Yeah. Exactly. So I think, you know, um, that relates exactly to this type of scenario. You don't get into this business thinking about yourself and the money and it's me, me, me. It's what can I do for you? How can I care for you? How, how, what goals are important to you? How can I get you to achieve your goals? And, uh, the byproduct of that is obviously, you know, helping yourself as well. So. Yeah. I love that you brought that up because we talked about it earlier. Uh, look, man, the end game is everyone would love to make a lot of money and that's just part of life. You want to be successful and you want to make a lot of money, but there's two types of people. There are folks that they want to make money and that's all they think about. Like every decision they make and every action they take is driven by how much money they want to make. And then there are folks that want to make money. That's part of life. They want to be successful, but they're not focused on the dollar sign today. They're focused on the actions they'll take and what is the end result. And I, and I think a lot of people miss out on that. You, when you, when you, when you, if you, yeah. you research like successful people, or you even like speak to someone that's done well in their life, you're, you're always going to hear, Hey, listen, I wasn't thinking about money. This just happened. Here's what I was doing. I was passionate about this. I went hard to do this and I researched it and I learned and I got better every single day. And then you see the end result. So, Again, uh, versus just spending and focusing on dollars, focus on your goals, focus on what you want to do and the results. Again, numbers and money follow. They do not lead. Uh, Eric, 
one piece of advice. I know I know Danny covered a little bit of it, but is there anything that you would want to add to what what Danny said about giving someone an advice, especially newer brokers or lows in the market? I think that's yeah. I would piggyback on what Danny said and say yeah. I, I think one of the biggest um, failures that new loan officers breaking into the model or or, or into our company are, are running into is being afraid to to go into the office and show up every day and you know roll up your sleeves and get your hands dirty in the trenches with other loan officers that are doing the same thing i think covid had a big impact on everyone's mentality as an employee or you know how they want to work and working from home but it's not a way to learn a new industry in my opinion working from home is a, is a great option to have but in my opinion there's no replacement for just being in the office every day and sitting side by side with your, your coworkers and learning from them. And I think the biggest thing for me in my career and learning this industry and this trade has been learning from others and trying to figure, figure out, you know, I don't, I don't want to copy necessarily everything that this guy has to offer or everything that he does, but there's probably something that I can take away from what he does and his process um, that I can add to my own and, you know, maybe make, make my own. Right. And so that's the biggest thing is not being afraid to raise your hand and ask for help. The squeaky wheel, you know, always gets the grease, right? Is the saying. So if if you're too if you're too shy to ask for help, um, you're just going to fail. You're you're going to sit there quietly and fail. You have to be willing to get out of your comfort zone, and you have to be willing to ask the tough questions, even if it's embarrassing or if you feel like uh, you know you should know the answer already. So I feel like the the people that are successful, they make a lot of noise. They they rub elbows with everybody that they can, and they try to figure out what everyone's doing that's being successful. And that's the approach that I think everyone, you know, that's trying to figure this out should take is just look at the people that are successful. This is, you know, what I've always done is look at those that are the most successful at what I'm doing, you know, study them and try to figure out what I can do that I can implement from their style or strategy into my own. And I know it's not going to happen by just talking to one person. I'm going to need to talk to five or 10 people and take a poll of what all these different strategies are and try and come up with my own. And I'll copy what others are doing until I figure out how to do it my own way and develop my own style. And so as long as people are willing to put in the work and do that, um, I think that they'll have a really good chance of being successful. Great, great feedback. I love it. All right, last question. I'm a fan of West Capital, and I'm genuinely a fan of Danny and Eric and what you guys have built so far. What makes West Capital Likewise. Um, you know, I think again, it, it comes from, uh, first off, Eric and I, we have a great business relationship. We see eye to eye on what our vision is for the platform and for the company. And I think first of us having, being united and having two people focus on building the company, I think is very, very important. And, um, I think the difference is the collaboration and the people. I think that the people that we have, many of them we've worked with at various companies for the last, I should even say, you know, for my almost my entire career, you know, um, we have a personal vested relationship in each other. They care about, I think they care about many of our employees or originators care about us more than broker owner. They care about us as people as, and, and our business and our family. And we're, we care about them and their business and their family and their relationship. And I, and I think that that's a, a little bit different than other companies where we collaborate together, we share information together. We feel like we're in this battle of 
the ups and downs of mortgage together. And I think that that's uh, a little bit different than just the dollars and cents. And, you know, you're a number um, that can happen in other companies. So I love it. What about you, Eric? Yeah, I was going to say, I think Danny nailed it on the head, right? We take Danny and I don't really have a big ego in the, in the mix here. Um, I think that's, that's a lot of times that that can be an issue. Um, so we, we try to put our, our loan officers and their families and, and, and them first, right. And our customers first. So, um, that's a big part of it. And then the collaboration is my other big thing. And I know Danny touched on it, but I'll just add to that, that I've worked at another broker shop and, you know, and, and although I love them for the opportunity, um, I felt like, you know, and also the other competitors in our space and the broker side of the business that have larger shops than us, um, it's typically a, every man on an island and they don't have a lot of collaboration. They don't understand what other branches are doing from a marketing standpoint, from uh, an ops standpoint, from a processing you know department standpoint. And so having the ability, you know, and, and forcing it even in many cases, a lot of times it's not something that everyone wants to share, right? A lot of loan officers are, are, are protective and that's for rightfully so. If you share your, your marketing strategy or whatever's working for you, a lot of times the, the, uh, the ask, you know, what people are thinking is that it will be diluted and they might lose that opportunity or it could be watered down. Um, but for Danny and I, it's super important to be able to provide this platform that we collaborate and we share what everyone's doing so that we don't have to learn it all on our own, you know, and learn from scratch. And we can be more efficient in, in the process of figuring out um, what strategies we want to implement and what's working as the market's changing, for example, right? As say, for example, in the last three or four months, as the market's really changed, um, everyone's had to adapt and, and, and figure out a different strategy. We've all had to throw what we've been doing for the last couple of years to the wayside and, and reinvent ourselves. And so without having the ability to collaborate, that process is gonna take a lot longer. If everyone is on their island and they don't communicate, they don't have meetings, um, they never talk to each other, there's no, there's no type of uh, you know, shared uh, metrics and, and production statistics that are available for the other loan officers and uh, managers to view and, and share with their teams, it takes a lot longer to to figure out what's working in a you know in a changing and rapidly uh, you know in a rapidly I would say deteriorating market for us right with mortgage refinance applications being down over eighty percent it's been a huge hit and we've all had we've all been you know kind of set back a little bit with this market and so I think that's been the biggest thing that's been different about West Capital um, is that we we share what's working and we we try to make that information available for everyone so that. You know, everyone feels supported and they don't feel like they're on an island. They have someone that they can go to if they want to strategize. Right. It's not it's not just a um, every every man for themselves free for all. Um, I think that we do a lot, a lot better job. Maybe we can do a lot better, of course, um, but we do. I think we do make a good effort at, at helping each other and supporting each other. Yeah, when I think about West Capital, I think about you, too. I think about passion and care for real. Like when I have conversation with you guys, it's always about your people. Like, hey, what are we gonna do for these guys? What can we do here? I mean, today we have some of we have 30 or 25 of your your salespeople down here, and 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 it shows that you guys care, and I love that. I'm actually looking at the screen, and I don't know if you can read that quote. We have a Dan Gilbert quote behind us. It says, "When you love what you do, there's no such thing as work." And I, and when I think about you too, I I know how much you guys love this model, how much you guys love this broker model, and <laughs> 
I appreciate you guys. Eric, I hope you enjoy your vacation with your family. Appreciate you joining us. Thank you. Uh, Danny, it's, it's been fun today. Yep. I know we had a couple of meetings, but we had a good time. And I promise you, I will not. I have to change your name, by the way, on my phone. Because that's also that's what it is. It's no a why. I don't know why, but that's just the way it is. But I appreciate you guys. Thanks, thanks for joining me. And hope you guys. All right. Thank you. Let's dial it up. All right. Thought that was fun. Thanks, guys. Eric, enjoy your time, brother. We're good. We're gonna call out. Thank you so much, man. All right. That was great. All right. Thank you. All right. See you guys.